Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show with Nancy Hopkins, Walt Silva, and Dolly Howard. This is a production of Cosmic Reality Radio. Turn away from disaster, horizon And welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. It is June 16, 2020. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard and my fish, apparently. Uh, guys, I'm going to turn off my fish tank. Chat amongst yourselves. <laughs> oh, I was afraid she's going to say her fish died. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. Now, what I was going to say is that, the you know, if there's ever... Something that you want to address, like we did, you know, earlier. You know, just let me know, and I'll make a tone for you. I didn't even think of it, Walt. Because mm. when I get that much pain, I can't think. Yeah. But I really, really appreciate what you did. Thank you. Oh, okay. Good. Okay, he, he we're done chatting. He saved yes. you again. Yes, he did. <laughs> he's, such, he's such an amazing person. Yeah. Yeah. So what's up, guys? What's happening? <laughs> it's hot here. It's a nice 105 in my garage. Oh, my god! It makes it cozy, uncomfortable. <laughs> if, you're, if, you're an, if you're an elephant in Africa, it's cozy, uncomfortable. <laughs> inside, inside the uh, shop? Yep. Even with three fans going. You don't have to give details, Walt, but I want to <laughs> share that you're a, you're a father again. <laughs> he had another baby. He had another baby? <laughs> yeah. Is it a polywog? Polywog, no. I, well, you no. make babies like turtles. I'm wondering, is this a polywog? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I was showing uh, I was showing um, uh, Dolly on on the camera and Skype uh, another a, a different device that I assembled. It's made with the same mold as the turtle, but it's got a different structure inside because I would just like like always, you know, just following images in my head. So I was double checking with with Dolly because since. She can do what she does, you know. Talk to these things. Doesn't all I can do is ask questions with my pendulum. So she's having a laugh at my expense. <laughs> no, it's not a laugh. I'm proud of you. I'm not so laughing. it's a polywog, a new new polywog. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> well, congratulations. But you know. If I had to congratulate you on everything that you birthed from the etheric, you know, I, I, it would be just like nonstop. Yeah, it just get boring. Boring, boring. <laughs> like we've been bored right lately. Well, maybe you have because you haven't been watching the news. <laughs> oh my God! Stop. The, oh. the the amount of disinformation that they're they're pouring out is like they don't even. I think that in their dictionary, they've taken the word truth and they've stripped it. You know, when you're following the the T's, they just 
They just totally removed it. They're, they don't even bother to be anywhere near the truth. <laughs> oh, they work hard to stay away from it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, that's the virus that they're avoiding. <laughs> that's it. The truth virus. It's lethal. Nobody can recover from that. Can't even go back. Once you get it, you can never go back. <laughs> What did what what's what were you going to say, Dolly? I found a new radio st- No, no, the thing we watch, TV station. Um, it's two stations away from OAN on my TV. It's called. I had it just a minute. I got oh News Mix, and it's uh like Fox used to be. And I've only seen a couple shows on it, like two, because I just found it today. I like this channel. I might be switching over to this channel more than I watch Fox, because I can't stand Juan Williams anymore. I can't. I put him in the same category as our friend. Neil Cavett. So I wanted to share with you, it's called News Mix. You might find it on your TV. I'm done. News Mix. <laughs> Are they saying any where they're broadcasting from, or do they belong to a specific state? or? Um, well, the first guy I was listening to News Max, News Max, M-A-X. And there's Jim Jordan. Oh, hey, Jim. He knew about News Max. Um, oops, the mute got... There we go, I muted. Um, I just I just happened to find it all. And mm-hmm. for one show, that guy was from Florida, the, the guy who hosts it. Now, I don't know where this guy is who's a, oh, there was a guy in between. I don't know where the other people were from. All I know right now is what I've told you. Mm. So, but they're, they're, they're listed like on an independent news agency or they're affiliated to some of the name brand. Like I said, <laughs> I don't know anymore. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I know nothing. Okay, Barbara to, White. <laughs> I have to look into it more. It's brand new. Who's Barbara White? You don't remember Barbara White? No. The, the woman who was going to tell you a story, but she couldn't tell you because it was secret. Oh, yes, Barbara. <laughs> Our yeah. good friend, Barbara White. Yeah, you can call me Barb. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve it. <laughs> I earned it. <laughs> yeah, Lordy, Lord. Well, okay, so it's called News Max, M-A-X? Yes, yes. Uh, well, I wanted to tell you all before I forgot. Oh, that's good. That's good. Trying to find a news, news outlet that you can actually get news from is like, whoa. <laughs> I know. I thought you guys were hooked into X-22. Oh, that's a internet, one, one, you know, internet thingy. Actually, I haven't been listening to anybody. I, I'm clean. I'm painting my house. I'm clean. This house has never 
been this clean. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> we actually. I know it's hard. <laughs> not if not if I just make kill it come from the outside and clean the house. Good lord, that guy is amazing. Uh, it, okay, so years ago I got it in my mind that well I hated the uh, drop ceiling in here, so it was fairly rapidly that after I moved here I pulled down the drop ceiling. I hate them. And so you're actually got no ceiling except for the essentially the bottom of the of the um you know the rafters are there. Yeah. So initially you just see rafters and because there is no attic. And so then one day I said I guess I better put a floor in there because it's it's just you know let's put a floor in there. So I've got to put a floor, so I get plywood, and I'm going to cut it and, you know, put it up there. And I said, hmm, if I'm going to do that, why don't I just get some really interesting cloth and wrap the wood in that, and then I'll have a really interesting ceiling with, you know, all this. Yeah. Well, damned, it worked out perfectly, but the person that did it myself was insane because the, <laughs> the pattern that I used was like, the the pattern is strips so you got to make sure that you get all these lines absolutely straight to make it look right and you know walter i am a done i do things i finish i don't perfect never perfect okay well this is perfect i don't know what possessed me i must have been smoking something really interesting <laughs> but, but once it went up, I mean, it's like, you know, this perfect ceiling, although it's the most bizarre ceiling you'd ever imagine. Um, so after about 30 years, I said to Killick, I said, Killick, we're going to, we're going to vacuum. I got to bring a new vacuum. We're going to vacuum the, the, the ceiling. Now, here I am, this kind of short person, and I'd get up on the ladder and, you know, you have to put the, the vacuum cleaner on the ladder because it's not going to reach, you know, the wands and everything are going to reach. Now, I get up there and I'm like, eh. he gets up there and he's not that much taller than me, but he's got arms that like are really, really long. And he could grab a hold of one rafter and clean and another rafter and clean, clean, clean. I mean, I thought he was going to wear out the cloth. Oh my God, <laughs> he's he's obsessive, you know. Um, but I'm telling you, this thing. And then he says to me, "Those those uh, shelves, they 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 need some cleaning." Uh -oh. <laughs> go, Here we oh, go. Okay. <laughs> and I said, "Well, you got another uh, hour and fifteen minutes. Go for it, you know." And I and then he starts dealing with all of the little statues and stones and everything and. The first thing he does is fly this one piece of, of cut stone. I mean, it's cut into a, a carob. Flies it across the room, and, I, and it lands on the, the stone floor and bounces. <laughs> Scratching it. I said, you know, maybe I should take all these things down. <laughs> so I went and got some boxes, took everything down, put them in the boxes. And I'm telling you. I got all these things, but I don't. I'm so impressed with how clean it looks and empty. I'm, not, I'm like, oh, am I gonna put all these things back up there? But I have to have my little thingies all around me. I'm, uh, I got thingies all around me. There's things I can't throw out. You know, it's like, oh, Christia sent me the the drawing she did of the spirit of Shungite. 
And, uh, you know, my friend Steve, he sent me this, gave me this for my 60th birthday, something that is like a pristine, a, a painting, of oil painting of a pristine forest. And, well, that reminds me of Steve. And, and then, oh, well, Cindy did that one. And then Winsome did that one. And, you know, all these things, they, they are people doing these, these art things, you know. But then I, uh, I, I, I'm taking this one shelf and I'm clearing it off. And I have to get a picture of this somehow or another, because it was—it's a friend of mine, Susie. She had done, you know, this oil drawing, and she does very, oh, kind of basic, almost childlike art. And I really do like it, but I don't even remember getting this from her. But there it was on my shelf, and I don't remember even looking at it before. And I went, oh wow, I don't remember. What. And I take it, and I said, oh, well, it's really kind of neat. And I, so I put it on the wall, you know, I, had, I walked away from it. I turned around, and I went, oh, my God. Okay, this thing is a snake, Dolly. Oh! Okay, it's a, it's, a, it's a snake with this loving, beautiful face. But the snake is wrapped, so it's making a cue. Oh, my God. You're not going to believe this thing. I mean, I was like, uh... I better ask Susie if she did this <laughs> because the, the, I I come into the out out the door and I see this this shovel that's leaning up uh, where the carport is it's leaning up against one of the poles and I said oh my god Killick found the the shovel I've been looking for that shovel for about ten years you know said, wow he found the shovel so yesterday he comes on over and. Uh, I said, wow, I said, I'm glad you found that shovel. He said, uh, I didn't find that shovel. I thought you found that shovel. I said, well, I know that shovel, but I didn't find that shovel. And he was taking all of the um, the big old concrete blocks that you make a pathway with, you know, a sidewalk with. And this was a flat you know there wasn't it was a flat uh shovel so he could get this thing underneath there and pry those things up and it was like the perfect tool and i said oh my god i said god is amazing you know i don't talk about gin and all the rest of it i just use the word god i think it's okay right god we're all you and so it's okay i would think yeah so I'm saying, oh, oh my God! I mean, God, God just takes care of me, and I, I you know, this—it's <laughs> like it's getting more obvious to me how protected I am, because um, before the shovel thing, I had gone over to the grocery store and managed to lose my wallet because oh, no. I had gone to the ATM got money out of it. The last time I went, they wouldn't let me take as much as I wanted, so this time I didn't really want as much, but I just thought I would see if it would take it, and it gave it to me. But now I got this wad of of, of $20 bills, and it won't fit in the purse where it's supposed to. So now oh. I'm getting aggravated about this, and you know, I'm getting so so muddled by the, trying to get the money. Because, you, you know, you got all this money, you don't want people to see you struggling with it, and you're an old person, you're not supposed to be out anyway. Oh, my God. So I finally get the money into the thing, but in the meantime, it dropped my wallet. <laughs> I'm not sure I dropped it there, but somewhere, because I didn't take it out of my pocket and put it in the wallet, you know, because I was just doing this other stuff. So I don't realize I've lost my wallet until I go to pay for the groceries. 
So I immediately, I mean, I didn't even see it was gone before I realized the last time I remember where it was, it was in my pocket. And I, oh, I think maybe I'm screwed because it ain't there now. But I looked through the, oh, it's not there. So I said, oh, I said, I got the money to pay for this, but I think I've lost my, because I had all that cash that wouldn't fit in some place, you know. This is the money I needed to pay Killick. (laughs) So I said, oh, my God, I have lost my wallet, Okay. I mean, and you know, I mean, I'm going from the realization. Oh, oh my God, I lost, the, I lost the wallet, to the state of, oh my God, I lost the wallet. Oh my God, I gotta be picking all this thing. Oh my God, oh, this is awful, you know. And I said, I think I lost my wallet. The guy packing the groceries says to me, "Does it look like this?" And I said, "Yes." He said, "Don't worry, we got it." And he runs over and he gets it, brings it back to me. I can pay with a credit card that was in there. I mean, how lucky is that? It's not luck. It's not luck at all, right? God takes care of me. Okay? That's right. So, so a few hours later, I go outside, and Gillick says to me, Look at what the devil did. And I Uh-oh. said, What? And the, the shovel was broken in half. <laughs> At the metal part, he'd been out in the, sitting in the yard for 10 years, right? And he said, the devil did it. I said, well, did you finish? And he said, yes. So I said, so God gave it to you long enough to finish? And he said, yes, God is good. <laughs> what a day. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so I'm deeply appreciative of God. Whatever form God takes it that protects me from myself, you know? Because I was the one that left the the shovel in the yard ten years ago and couldn't remember where. (laughs) But neither of us remember even seeing it until it was propped up against the pole. (laughs) So they had to. You weren't finding it, so they had to get obvious about it. Put it in your face. We needed that one tool for a specific time. So I don't think the devil. I don't think the devil broke it. I don't either. <laughs> you, you were just done with it, and the poor thing was old, and they had put one it One last job. Just give me one yeah. last job, it said. <laughs> so and I will you never... Have, you can save yourself the space of having to store it. You have to dispose of it. That's all. I know. I hardly ever used it because it was very specific to those kind of jobs, you know. But, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, God is good. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. God is good. <laughs> it's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> well, that's what I used to tell people when I would write their their shamanic journey reports. Is like I said, once you ask your guides to help you with something, start paying attention. Start paying attention to everything: numbers, colors words, specific sounds, specific smells, because your guys can have perfect manipulation of your entire environment. They can make changes and make synchronicities for you. What ignorant humans call serendipity to them is just synchronicity. Because um, they, I, I used to tell them, you know, if we equate life to a chess board, all we can do is look at this little square where we're standing on but your guys, they can see the entire playing board. That's why that's why they're equipped to help you with whatever you ask, but you have to ask. A lot of people didn't understand that 
you have to ask. If you don't, if you don't ask, they won't meddle in your affairs. They'll keep you alive or getting killed from an accident or something like that, but uh, they won't interfere if you don't ask for help. So that's a good thing to get used to. And sometimes you haven't even asked for help, and by gosh, they're there. There, okay. there it is. Yeah, because, I mean, they weren't down with me. I left the grocery store and went over to the pet store, and then I'm driving by Burger King. <laughs> and I'm going like, oh, I'm so hungry. It just kind of reminded me that I was hungry. And before I know it, I'm turning into Burger King. And I'm going like, what are we doing? And just, uh, yep, go, go, yep, have a Burger King. Oh. And I'm going like, wow, they're giving me a Burger King. Wow, this is pretty cool. So instead of getting in and going into the uh, drive-thru, I said, they ain't sending me here for a Burger King. They need me to talk to somebody. <laughs> so I I, draw, I, get, I get out of the car and I go into the store. And uh, there's nobody in the store, just the cashier and the, you know, the person that's packing the food. And uh, about three tables, I guess there were about customers, three tables. So I um, I go and I, I order the burger. Okay, so I ordered two burgers. <laughs> Took <laughs> I, You know, as long as I'm there, I might as well get that because you can put them in the refrigerator and I only eat half of the time anyway. So um, then... I, I something happened. I don't even know what started it, but I started talking about the dangers of the masks. And these two people who are wearing these masks, you know, the whole time they're at work, are like, I mean, just absolutely zeroed in on what I'm telling them. And they knew, they knew they were dangerous, but I was giving them facts as to why they're dangerous. And I told them, go to thehealthyamerican.org. Look up masks. You're going to see exactly what I'm telling you. And I'm having just a really kind of like very, very powerful energetic energy kind of exchange that was happening. Well, I didn't realize that six feet behind me was this this young lady. And uh, all of a sudden I was aware of her and I said, oh, I'm sorry because we were just chatting, you know. And um, she she was like, no, no, that's fine, that's fine. She looked a little stunned, but the cashier had been watching her. And she said, no, because she's listening to you. She needs to have this information, too. The, the cashier realized it, that it uh-huh. wasn't probably the cashier or the other worker. It was probably this young lady. Uh-huh. You know, you never know what mission they're sending you on. But all three of those people were just they had that 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 energy that you know is they're really good angelically inspired people you know that's that's the kind of people they were anyway so um i walked out with two burgers and had done a great job i was like yeah okay and a great what i had done a great job oh yeah yeah you had so the you dining know, room is open and burger king yeah Oh, because those places here, the dining room is still closed. You, you can only get food from the drive-up window. Oh, Burger really? King, uh, Mark, well, you got a lot going on in your city there. Well, well is your does is your does your state have a Republican governor or a Democrat? Republican, and they're very proud of him. Trump is there, very proud of him. There you have it. Here is a it's a Democrat governor. 
So he's a member oh, of the so, Oh, I see. I see. So that's why the restaurants close. Everything everything's closed. The dining rooms are closed. Yeah. And, and I had a – and I, I was really in a, in a bad mood because of something else that was going on. And my across – my neighbor from across the street decides to pay me a visit. And he he's coming down the driveway and decides to put on the mask. And I'm I'm thinking, oh, you know what? And as, as soon as he was up to the, uh, because I was in the garage working, I looked at him. He says hi, and I said, "You do know that there's no such thing as a coronavirus, right?" So then I gave him my anecdotes with a brain specialist doctor in New York City who already knew in January that it was happening, and I said, "And, and besides all of this, uh, I said you you're wearing that thing on your face. You're wearing a cesspool on your face." And he says, "Well, I disagree. I disagree." And I said, well, where, where's, where's the mountains of corpses? You know, there should be, I should be looking at mountains of corpses. Well, they're, they're all in refrigerated storage because, okay, show me the giant refrigeration units where it's full of corpses. I mean, come on, right? Are they hiding the corpses because they don't want people to know that there aren't any? What? So he, he just... He just changed the subject and asked me a, a question about what I was doing. I said, is there anything I can do for you, neighbor? Because Walter. I don't consider him a friend, just, just a neighbor. And he goes, no, I just wanted to come by, say, I see what you were doing. And I said to my mom, I, I was still pissed. And I said to my mom, so he took the time and trouble to put on a stupid mask to come and ask me about nothing at all. I mean, if you come over to ask me for a favor or can I borrow your shovel or something like that, okay, it makes sense you bother to walk into my property. But you just came by to show me that you're putting your life at risk by putting on the mask and coming to talk to me? Stay well, <laughs> he might have been very lonely and he just wanted a person's company for a He's few minutes. He's got a minutes. cat. What more company do you need? Oh, I mean people-type company. Oh. I just tell this wonderful story about being led to help people. His, his neighbor <laughs> comes over and says, I need a hug. I need a hug here, Walter. And Walter says, take off your mask, you fool. <laughs> You're in a cesspool. You're in a cesspool. Get that thing away from me. Don't come into my space with that cesspool on your face. Exactly. Well, now you know why I live alone in my cave. And I'm proud of my cave. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> anyway. Poor neighbor. I know, I know. I'm feeling feel really bad, bad for his. For I know. I'm feeling bad for his neighbor. He lives. He's living in a place in Minnesota that's got a Democratic governor. I mean, I feel really bad for the guy. We yeah. were having that family get together on Zoom, you know, and um, it's starting up. My sister Colleen, who's the youngest, I'm the oldest. She says to me, "Hey, Nancy, what's the matter with your your uh, your governor there?" And I said. I had no idea because I didn't even know who my governor was. I don't know. I'm not paying attention. You know? And uh, I said, what do you mean? And she says, well, every time I hear him talk, he sounds like a crazy person, like a real dumb, yes, you know. And uh, my, one of my brothers said, no politics. And so then I said, well, I better find out who my governor is, you know. <laughs> so I start paying attention to who he is. And, uh, yeah, he's a Republican. And, hey, sister of mine, this guy is the guy that didn't have the problem with 
coronavirus in the state. What's your What's your governor doing? You know that Democrat, the one who wanted to be president. What's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like I don't know. Maybe they got some other. But the you know there was that politician. I think he'd been the governor of Massachusetts. I don't I don't have time to keep up with local governments. But you know I I just these these Democrats who hate Trump. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You know they're not going to. They don't see anything right at all about the Republicans. And um, I'm a Democrat now, boys and girls. I'm a Democrat, but not the Democrats that you got now. I'm the Democrat of the John Kennedy party, not whatever this thing is now. Um, but I haven't changed my party affiliation because I want to be able to tell you I'm a Democrat. <laughs> so you're Nancy Hopkins, party of one. Yep. <laughs> my, my, hey, listen. I'm, I'm, I, I don't. Well, I don't even know what the Republicans stand for, except that that I, Trump is doing some amazing things. You know, I said early in the game. I said, look it, we needed somebody like Trump. Not that I wanted Trump. I didn't vote for him. Um, we need somebody like Trump who's a businessman. This is a bit. Well, it's a corporation. You might as well have somebody that understands business. Exactly. And boy, does he understand business. You know, all these people that have been ripping us off because the the basic scenario of the New World Order is take America to its knees. If we can't get our, their guns away and if we can't make them absolutely submissive, you know, we don't have a chance of, of winning the world. So that's why they don't like... They're trying to take us apart. So they, they do all this stuff that, you know, is very detrimental to the country all of these nato people were taking our money i mean i loved it the other day it was yesterday when trump says i don't i didn't quite understand why germany is buying all of this their energy uh you know their their oils and it's from from russia and we're spending i don't know how many millions of dollars he said to protect them from russia what is this about <laughs> you know I heard him say that, and I started chuckling. The U.S. is spending money to protect Germany from Russia? Because they were supporting NATO. The vast majority of NATO, we were funding to protect all of these European countries. And so he finally said to them, enough of this, you pay NATO. You you take on, you know, the economic burden of NATO that's supposed to be there to pay you. You know, we'll help you out. Yes, but we're not going to pay for the whole thing anymore. This is insane. So instead of, you know, the treasury... Defunding NATO then? No, he's not defunding it. He's saying, we're going to pay our share. You pay the rest of it. And he's got them to pay, except for Germany. Mm. Germany's still, you know... And so he came back... Yeah, and he came back again and said, you know, this is not a game. We are not going to spend all this money... To protect you, to so you can buy Russian oil. <laughs> Simple. Um, same well, thing. if you got money to buy for the oil, then you can pay for your protection. Also, so they need to be protected from the person that's selling them the oil. Well, that's it. It's all insane. <laughs> you know, so why don't you, not, why don't you look for a vendor that doesn't need to be that you don't need protection from? <laughs> so you know, but it's, it, you know, he looks at it as a. Uh, you know, a business thing. You know, what's the bottom line? Good Lord, we're all in the red. Why are we in the red? What are we doing here? 
you know, and he's made tremendous changes. I mean, the the thing with China, the trade thing with China, which is, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't know enough about all of the details, but it was not a good deal for China, whatever it was. Because China had ne- would never have been able to get as far as they got if it wasn't for the way that Clinton and, and the Bushes uh, and Obama, you know, were subsidizing them. They sent all our jobs over there. Oh, yeah, here, take care of our drug companies. You get all the drugs up so that, you know, pandemic comes, then you can threaten to take it all away from us. I mean, it was, like, ludicrous, the the geopolitical well, the one scene. thing that made no sense to me, and I'm not an expert on international law, but the copyright thing, some kind of agreement should have been struck. If you're going to move all your businesses over there, you have to establish some commonality as to how we're going to handle the issue of copyright, because here's the, I mean, we, our company had to deal with that issue as well, because the um, the shell casings for the body of the vents uh, were being made in China. But here's one of the problems that they encountered is that the Japanese have no, their, their only motivation is to make money, period. Uh, respect for uh, proprietary uh, technology, stuff like that, that doesn't exist for them. They have the materials, we're going to make more and we're going to sell it to whoever wants it. So, for example, uh, uh, for example, the, the company, they make um, for, uh, they make the iPhones, right, for Apple. And that's supposed to be proprietary, it's just for Apple. Well, all those, all those uh, molds and patterns that they use at the factory level to make the bodies of the phones. They make other phones, they slap on another name brand, and they sell it. And it's your stuff. They're using your molds, they're using your technology to make copies, you know, the the, so, the so-called knockoff industry, which rakes in billions of dollars a, a, a year. And they sell, you, you go to the, the, the Orient and you can get a, here the iPhone is what? The latest model is like fifteen hundred bucks. You can go to the Orient and get one for one tenth of that, because all you're doing is just buying a knockoff. Because they, they don't respect. They, there's no there's no law telling them you have to respect you know proprietary information and proprietary technology. You can't go around copying it. No, there, there's no such agreement. We have it in our hands. We're gonna use it. Well, they I, don't. They don't even care if you gave it to them to begin with. They go out and they'll oh, steal yeah. it. We had this, when I was in the grenade launching thing, we had this thing, it was a essentially a hand grip, simple, not a big thing at all. But we had it highly patented all over the world, but not China. Because you, you can't get a patent in China. So in China, they, they did a uh, rip off, ripped us off, and one day my boss came in to me and he said, uh, what do you think of this? And I, I, when I looked at it, I said, why are you asking me that? You know, and he said, "Just what? What do you think of this?" And I, and and he handed it to me, and I said, "Whoa, it's not ours." And he said, "No, but doesn't it look like ours?" And I spent the last two years, or maybe three years, that I worked there. Um, every once in a while on the internet, I would just do a search for that handle, and I'd say, "Here's another one," and it was American or other other people, but internet sales of this ripped off Chinese thing. And 
so when I'd find them, I'd tell the boss. The boss would tell the lawyer. The lawyer would charge us $2,000 for a letter to send to this website saying, cease and desist or you will be sued. Now, <laughs> there wasn't really anything that we could do to China, but they could, you know, you're, you're, you were in infringement of a patent because of Chinese, you know, and I don't even know if that was legal, but I do know that those sites went down one after the other. But it was very costly, $2,000 a whack for a store that may have been, you know, making a making 2000 Yeah, it wasn't cost-effective at all. And that's the reason, Walt, when we started out, I, I said, we'll pull pat, pat, uh, uh, pending patents because that protects you from having anybody declare a patent, you know, on your stuff and then prevent you from using it um, mm-hmm. for a year. And then if you've been out there for a year selling, you know, even if that happened, you could, you had a case to say, no, they ripped me off. I've got the proof that I've been, you know, distributing this, um, in which case you would win. But it's so expensive to protect a patent. Uh, our lawyers are some the best in the world, and and one of the guy we used to deal with all the time, he said, "I love your your company because you got the deep pockets to be able to defend your own patents." He said, "But the only thing a patent gives you is the right to to sue, and most people don't have the money." So a patent is like using a red light to stop a, a speeding car. <laughs> Use yeah, your right. the, what you said that you learned from that uh, instructor. Yep. You never knew that. A, 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 never seen a red light stop a speeding car. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Same so, situation. Like, uh, for example, in the gaming industry and in the music industry, they're they're so uh, serious on the issue of copyright infringement. I mean, you could get many years in prison for for doing that. And yet, when I visited my family in in Mendoza, in Argentina, and I. I took for for my cousins. I I used to own a PlayStation One platform, and I took it to them to give it as a gift. Uh, they love you know playing soccer games and all that stuff. So I said to I said to them, well, I'll go down down and get more games for you, more titles for you. And it turns out I I visited I I must have visited like five different storefronts in in the in in the center. In downtown center, all the titles, they were all copies. There wasn't a single original title of anything. One single store that was a toy store had original PlayStation titles, and I couldn't buy it because what he wanted for the game was two times the money that I paid for the platform itself. So I just I just left it. And the only, the only way to buy them, and I said, so how do people here, if you have a PlayStation... And, and you can't play these cloned games. What do you do? And, and the guy at the store, he, he was really up front. He says, oh, that's very easy. You just go look for a, a technician, and they advertise themselves. And they'll go, and they'll change a chip inside the PlayStation. And that way you can play all of these cloned games. But you can't play the original games. But then who cares? All the stores are filled with clone games. So there you have it. There's no such thing as copyright protection. I guess once you leave the, the U.S. borders, you well, have all, all the titles from all the companies. <laughs> They're well, all clone discs. Yeah, my, my book, Cosmic Reality, I, I was 
people were saying they were reading it, but I wasn't seeing any action on on Amazon. So I put in Cosmic Reality PDF, and this was within a year of, of publishing it. And there was a whole list. The, f- the first page came up was a whole list of where you could get this book as a PDF. Uh, I wasn't getting any money, and I clicked on a few of them, and some of them were charging money for my book that I was never going to see. And three of the six or seven that were listed on the front page, three of them were Russian sites. Mm. And I, w- I actually uh, read an article about Russian publishing and stuff, and um, they say that, you know, <laughs> they, they don't honor any, any kind of a copyright. You put it out there, they'll get a hold of it one way or the other and put it up as a PDF. And I have to think, and that was an old article, it was back in 2014, but I have to think it might still be working because when I did contact the Russian publisher for Sophia's work, Walt, where she mm. gets her books, books published, um, they came back and they said, the publishing industry in Russia is to a point that we have to charge you for publishing you. You know, and I said, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to pay for you to make money on me, and I'm not making any money because everybody's ripped off the book to begin with. Um, I am doing the Russian, but I'm going with an American. That was the thing. It was a Russian site uh, company, and um, the the shipping would have been a, a major problem. You know, trying to get it back to the states. So I did find somebody because Amazon wouldn't publish Russian, even though they had the original English version. They would not publish in Russian. And so I got this company that will publish in Russian and then represents you to Amazon. You don't, you know, you, they sell through Amazon, so they got to take a cut. So you, you know what you're getting on a book is really getting low at that point. Um, but. At least the Russian version will be available to people shortly. I've, I was uh, started working on it yesterday, again. Because well, what do I, you have left to do? Well, what this company wants you to put in like uh, a description of the author. You know who's the authors? Well, I got three of them: me, Walt, and Derek. And uh, I'm so I'm doing it in English, and I went, hmm, I wonder if I should be doing this in Russian. So I went back to him, this Darcy that I'm working with. I said, Darcy, should I put Russian or English? She said, put both. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> she says, you want to sell the Russians, right? And I said, yeah. She said, well, then put both. Because the people that might buy it because they know that they've got selling Russian books to, you know, they've got a clientele, um, they may not know Russian, you know, so you have to talk to the English people. But, you know, you also want to talk to the Russians. So we'll see what happens, but it's just getting it. Because now I have to go back to Irma and say, Irma, <laughs> I need another translation. <laughs> I made it nice nice and sweet, you know. Yeah, just, you know, well, you know, I, I think I said, uh, uh, Walt Silva is an independent researcher and pro- uh, uh, developer of products um, and the incarnation of Tesla and... Uh, a few other things. Wow. <laughs> Exaggerating much? <laughs> hey, I need to sell the books. <laughs> okay, that makes and Nancy sense. Nancy Hopkins, she saves the world on a regular basis, you know, and Derek's yeah. saving the bees. <laughs> Derek is saving the bees, but 
Anyway, it's fun. Out, but no, you don't have any protection when you go out there. You know, the only thing you can do is um, is be grateful that you can put out a book that people are reading, whether you're getting paid for it or not. If you go into it for the money, it's it, it's not something you can really secure. Because it's like trying to make money with music. Yeah, exactly. Same thing. Same thing. I had a song I, I when I was in college. I was writing songs. Well, I was writing songs because I was learning the guitar and I was making up songs so I'd learn the guitar. And um, then somebody said, "Oh, oh," they, they thought they had a record on in my room and it was me. And they said, "Oh, well, we got this." And before I knew it, they wanted me to go to some coffee thingy or other and you know do. And I said, "I don't do that sort of thing," but. Um, Somebody went to Boston and was at a nightclub or, you know, one of these, you know, hippie kind of clubs, I think. And lo and behold, they're listening to a song and they're going, my God, that sounds familiar. Somebody had ripped me off for a song. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I mean, I don't even know where they would have heard it to, to get it. It was a really cool song. It was called, um, oh, what is it? Uh, uh, Novocaine World. That was the name of the song. Hey, it was hippie time, you know. Anti war. No became world. Oh God, I don't remember it, darling. I don't know if I'd oh. be able to sing it anyway. Uh it's a Novocaine world, a Novocaine world. And then I'd say, you know, uh girl was killed in the in outside the building and everybody heard her scream but nobody doing did anything in Novocaine world, a Novocaine world. Yeah. Well I'd have a lot of, oh, this song would be never ending if I put of course. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, I don't know how we got on that and talked so long on it, but we're just rambling because that's what we do. <laughs> that's what I did with Dolly Shares. I have no idea what I ended up saying, but I know it was a conglomeration of a many things. It's one of those days. Well, the messaging from Shungite this morning with uh, Barbara was one of um, patience and peace. And, you know, it's funny because I don't talk to her except on the shows. And inevitably, when she gives the message from Shungite, I've already got examples, uh, you know, confirming that that's the energies that are happening before she even says it. And then for the rest of the week, I see, you know, continually, you know, yep, 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 that's the message, that's the message. And... It was interesting when she went through the um, through the message because she said, "You don't have to think you're going to have to save the world, <laughs> and, and that you know just relax. It's already it's already a done deal, sort of. But to be able to make it a done deal, everybody has to just n- disengage from the drama and." Just be at peace with yourself because of the the type of energies that are coming in. I think we're in an area um, as we're traveling at breakneck speed through the universe um, in the galaxy where there is a tremendous uh, an energy that if you if you're not ready for it, you're going to pass through it without it doing anything. But if you're ready for it, it's going to be a major upgrade. And I think that we were ready for it, and that we're going through a major. And I'm talking DNA level. Shungite was too, but it does seem to me that um, 
you know that that uh, I I I think Dolly right now, you know, for the next three days, um, if you just see and think in terms of being very peaceful, and say I just want I would like you to upgrade everything, all the DNA on my cells. I want to be young again. I don't want to have these problems. Just you know. Not so much young again. I want to be perfect again. It's I want to be perfect maybe for the first time because sometimes we get kind of lame bodies. But if, if, if people just try it, you got nothing to lose. That's what I said this morning. So get they for three days. Sit there every time some drama happens. Say, oh no, I got to wait for three days because if I don't, if I don't get into the drama and I'm peaceful and I'm just you know watching things happen and maybe not even watching just paying attention to the butterfly flying through the air and you know I'm going to have this amazing energy upgrade and at the end of the three days you know you can either go back to what you were doing or maybe it worked and maybe you'll never go back to what you were doing maybe you're where does this number three come from this morning when I was talking with um, Barbara I uh, she had said when she started out she said we're in uh, you know we're getting this energy upgrade and she started talking about the DNA and she said and then she sort of it was like uh, I think she might have got a, a download drop and she said but this one, I don't think it's going to last very long and then she went on with what she was saying and um, I, I that you know like was blaring to me oh it's only going to last for a little bit and then when I was kind of confirming that I had gotten the same kind of download I said um, I, and I asked, I said, you know, how long is it going to be? And, they, and I got a three, three days. It had already oh. start, it started Saturday. And I know that because Saturday I was like, oh, my God, i got to go to sleep. I mean, I, it, it was all I could do to just play, make sure that the radio station was playing, you know, the shows. And by the time I got to Jan's show, I was, you know, okay, I can do this. And by the time I got to say what, you know, I was fine. But I couldn't stay awake. And when I get into that kind of a feeling, you know, I I know it's an energy thing. What are we doing? We're having some kind of a massive upgrade. Sometimes it's not a personal upgrade. But sometimes it's a world upgrade. Sometimes it's, it's you know... It's, Is it's that just, what this was? This was definitely an energy uh, upgrade. Um, and if you're ready for it, you, you're going to have all sorts of really really interesting changes to your physical body because they're they're adjusting the dna to be able to handle the new energies uh they do it all the time but this is this is more this is much more a, a change at the 3d body level uh a lot of times you get the energy upgrades you know and it, it doesn't really makes your body a little bit different but doesn't do any dna changing and this is definitely at the dna you know, there's new. It's almost like you're. It's almost like you're, you had a strand of lights on the Christmas tree that wasn't on, and you just plugged it in. I had. I don't know what day are we. Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay, so it last week. It was last week. I had two days where I felt I was completely whole. My heart, the half that is functioning, had a mate on the other side that worked. Everything in me just seemed like it was in perfect running order. 
even Nanette said, my gosh, Mom, the first day, you have literally been running around the house all day. You must really feel good. I said, I do. I haven't felt this way in years. And then I had three days where I could hardly get out of bed. I couldn't move. I I had to sleep. And then uh, today I was having difficulties, and, and Walt and I talked, and he gave me this tone thing, and now I feel much better again. It's just, it's just, I can't figure it out, but I'm going with it hour by hour, because <laughs> I enjoy the part of feeling good. So I think maybe you're right on, on our body's getting ready for changes. Well, I think that's why I have this obsession with fixing the house. You know, I mean, I, I, I'm i fixing things that have been there for 30 years that I, you know, I just, oh, yeah, I got to fix that someday. You know, it's like, no, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. I'm really kind of obsessed with it. And I finally said to Derek, I said, Derek, the day I don't have anything else to paint is the day we're going into the fifth world. <laughs> it feels like I'm... Of... Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say that <clears throat> when you're describing about the house, you reminded me of uh, what Dr. Costa would say in the three-day uh, workshop. The first day, the second day, sorry, um, the very first thing he would do in the morning is do dream interpretation. The The night of the first day, he would say, everybody, just tell your guys that you want a dream. Don't tell them what you want to dream. Just tell them that you want a dream because there will be a message in there. So that, that's the instructions that we ever, we everybody got in the group. Uh, he, he wouldn't skip anybody. So in the morning, on Saturday morning, you would sit down and write what dream you'd had and then they would spend a number of hours going through each one and, and interpreting what the message was. And one of the things that I found interesting is that all those people that described dreaming about dreaming that something was going on in their house, whatever it was, positive, negative, neutral, uh, he would always say the same thing. He says, oh, when you dream of your house, it's not your house, it's your body. Something's going on with your body or you're doing something with your body or there's some change in your body. But it, if it's if you're dreaming about the house, it's it's about you. It's about your body because that's the, that's the place where you live. So that's it's everything is a symbol for the mind to interpret. So if your body is, is evolving, changing, it would make perfect sense that you're you're playing that out in the house where you live which is where you spend 99% of your time. 99.9.9. 0.9% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot the decimal. I totally agree. As you know, um, um, I mean, I'm telling you, there's not... I mean, I'm taking out the little brushes and making little changes. You know, oh gosh, look at that! I got a line that's not quite straight. I mean, it's like <laughs> this is this is not me. You know what I'm saying? But I am firmly convinced that yes, it's a, it's a it's some kind of an outward reaction to what's happening internally and probably to the entire planet. 
But um, it's a very, very interesting thing I'm going through. And at one point I said, wow, I said, I'm actually fixing this house up like I'm going to sell it, <laughs> you know. And I said, I'm not going to sell this house. But it's it's that kind of a good get everything in order. Everything's got to be in order because I'm making a big change, you know. Maybe I'm getting the house in orders and the property and everything so that we can, you know, make this jump to this fifth world. And the fifth world, if people don't understand what I'm referencing, the Hopi prophecy of the blue star Kachina says that the star will fall from the blue star will fall from the heaven, and it will mark the uh, end of the fourth world and the beginning of the fifth world. I don't know what the I know pretty much what the fourth world was, but I'm not sure what the fifth world is. But it does feel like we're we're embarking on a brand new, uh, what you call it, uh, journey. It's all it's 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 like we're we're rebuilding the three D, in a in a more perfect image. Oh yeah, that's a good way to put it. Because Annette and I are doing the same thing. We got yeah. the walls painted the way we wanted them. Um, we got a new lawn man an actual landscaper guy uh we're we're fixing up outside we got the new patio furniture and the new curtains (laughs) we're doing the same thing you're doing nancy but you didn't knock off the landscaper right knock him off (laughs) what i don't know what you mean because you said that your original landscaper died did I say that? Yeah, you just said that. You got a new lawn guy because the original one died. No, or did I, I miss- we fired him. Oh, okay. We 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 decided he really, all he did was come and take out his riding mower and go around the yard and then he left. Oh. A landscaper has trimmed trees he's pulled bushes out and and weeds out he uh cleaned out the whole front in front of the front lanai in front of our house whole front of the house he cleaned that flower bed out and he put uh, the red mulch type stuff down and he planted a new bush out there and we're doing things like that and He's going to fix the downspouts in the front where Annette's bedroom is so that they join together and go out to the side farther away from the house. He he cut roots from the neighbor's tree that were like uh, like 12 inches from ruining our house foundation. We're doing major shit around here. Inside and out, and it's amazing us, and we're so much happier doing it. I should be done. It's close to break time. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I just sent you over. You know that um, psychic medium that we we like, Walt. Utsava. Uh, yes. I don't know if you've seen. She's got a um, Patreon site and Mark uh, Joseph this morning sent me last week's post that she did 
and I've got the one for this week. So, you know, if you got a time, just just take a look at this. We might be something we want to talk about in the second hour. What? Where? Where is this? Twitter.com. Oh, did you put the link to I put, it? Yeah, it should be. It should be in the chat. This chat. I'm looking. I see it. It's talking about, but I don't see. I don't see a site link. No, no, no. This is the. This is it. You. It's. You have to read this. You know. Oh, what you put in here, we what read I put that. In here, yeah. That's oh, what I'm good, because I've seen most of this. Oh, cool. But this is this is so big. Where is the? Well, I don't have that <laughs> because it's a. It's you have to have a subscription. Oh. To go okay. to it, so he just gave me the post, um, and you know, so we can take a quick look at it and see if there's anything. So is the post on one of these links, or is the text itself? Oh, no, I the see text. It. The text is the post. Ah, okay. It says Prince Andrew, Fauci. These are the things she's talking about. JFK Jr. Uh, oh, I got it. I got okay. it. Okay, and and well. No, see the the links are actually to, to. I think she's sending you to links. Oh, uh, okay. Who right. is she? It's what's her name again? A Walt? friend of yours? No, what's it's the hundred? psychic medium that got banned from YouTube because she's so accurate. The she one we like. She sent you this? No, no. Mark Joseph I, sent it to me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, good luck. He he is a subscriber <laughs> to her Patreon site. Oh, I got you now. What's on third and who's on second? Exactly. Quit trying to confuse me more. <laughs> Her name is Utsava Anderson. She's German originally. I like to listen to her, yeah. And welcome back to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. It's June 16th, 2020. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. Um, okay, you guys back? Hello, hello. I'm back, but I'm I'm not done reading this thing. I'm I'm. I, I thought uh, we were going to read it on air. Yeah, we're going to read it on air. Oh, oh! And here I was trying to read it real fast. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted I wanted to send it over to you. Actually, I've got this week's up in my. Uh, uh, I figured we could talk about last week's because it talks about JFK Jr. and stuff. So, um, and then we'll see if we got time. We'll we'll go over to this next week. Today's week. This week. <laughs> okay. It's something to do, right? Yeah. Unless unless Walter's got something that Fulford says no. is true. Yeah. <laughs> I canceled that subscription because I'm tired of reading this information. Okay. All right. We've canceled it again, you mean. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, so... Um, Walt, can you read that the way it is, or did you? You can open up your. Oh, you can't. I can. I. It's the text is in front of me, so I can read oh, it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's go through it and let's just see what it is. Okay. So. And wait, before we get started, I gotta get some rules here. Okay. From you, uh, <laughs> are we allowed to interrupt to make comments or ask questions? Yeah. You yeah, have. Yeah. To. It's an interactive show. That's right. Okay. He's going to say something, and then he's going to wait for you to say something back. So don't be, you know, what do you call yourself? You don't like to be uh, rude. Be rude. rude. Be rude. Well, <laughs> don't <laughs> okay. be rude. I'm going to, okay. 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 
so the title appears to be just a list of names. And I'm going to start reading where the text begins. We see the boomerang effect everywhere. For instance, they are talking about bad cops out there. Well, the bad cop is James Comey and his corrupt FBI crew. The FISA D-class is ongoing. First, the news media is busy talking about the coronavirus. Then they play the race car, and now they talk about the riots, or rather the peaceful demonstrations. We know that they are not peaceful, and they are indeed violent riots overall. The Department of Justice has officially demanded to hand over Prince Andrew. My prosecutor friend has stated that this means extradition. It needs a charge case in order to ask the extradition. We said that this would happen for a long time, and we also have stated that we won't, we won't be getting, he won't be getting away with it. We have predicted that he will be charged for sex trafficking before Epstein's arrest last year. The pressure is on from all sides. The U.S. authority is angry because he has refused to talk to the FBI. Officially, it is in the open if the U.K. authority will play ball. But when an extradition request is made, an attorney can stall it, but usually they cannot refuse it. There has to be a charged case filed in a court for this to happen, and they have to show evidence. If this would not be the case, they cannot do it. There is no such thing that someone gets forced to be questioned and extradited for that. They get extradited when charges are filed, but in the news media, it has been played out as if the Department of Justice just wants to talk while this is not the case here. It is a true bombshell which came out the other day. And then he, he now she puts the a link to an article in The Sun of... Uh, that uh, appears to be a, a, an English uh, newspaper talking about Andrew and Jeffrey Epstein being quizzed. Let's also make it clear, there will be no new king. No new king will move into the Buckingham Palace. I don't understand why people cover the story saying that there will be a new king. When I predicted last year, That the, that the Queen is under house arrest among some other family members. I have also stated that they will be moving out of the Buckingham Palace and it will likely turn into a museum or something. There will be no new king moving in. I don't understand why so-called patriots would be excited about a new king. Kings and queens are part of the old times. There also will be no new elite. All of these things, like the slavery or hierarchy concept, are part of the old concept. We are entering the times of Aquarius. It is about unity. It is about freedom and oneness. No new king of England will be moving into the Buckingham Palace and take over. As predicted, I have stated that Dr. Fauci will do things in Trump's favor and Burks will follow the lead. Both have been arrested and have to do things in Trump's favor as part of a plea deal. We have already seen Dr. Fauci do and say things in Trump's favor after he has been criminally charged. A similar situation is going on with Dr. Burks. Both of these deep state operatives have been involved in spreading the coronavirus, and Dr. Deborah Burks, President Trump's coronavirus response coordinator, warned the nation's governors on a conference call that 70 coronavirus testing sites had been destroyed amid widespread protests in the wake of the death 
of George Floyd. Burke's comments mirror those of Dr. Anthony Fauci, who has raised concern that the protest could lead to a spike in cases. It's a perfect setup for further spread of the virus in the sense of creating these blips, which might turn into some surges. Fauci admitted on local DC radio station WTOP last week. Dr. Fauci has made some additional comments yesterday. Again, we are seeing him saying things in our favor. Second wave of the coronavirus may not happen, he says. No more fear-mongering. Also, masks are symbolic. Are symbolic. Imagine that. He is under a plea agreement. He has been charged and has to do things in our favor like we said this would happen. Jobs are coming back. Trump has stated that next year will be a great year. I agree and see a very young, a very strong year for us, as well as for the stock and real estate market. I have also predicted that after the coronavirus shutdown, we will have another phase of the reset. It involves the reevaluation of currencies. Trump has stated the other day that he wants to tour the country in an RV. Him touring the country in an RV seems unusual for Trump. I have no doubt that he is using double speech. He has been referring to the RV equals reevaluation of currencies. He has stated for a long time that he wants us to be on an equal playing on an equal play field. Over 200 countries have agreed on a global reset. We are going back to the gold standards. For decades, the deep state has devalued a lot of foreign currencies, which are going to be re-evaluated again. The money bill we backed up by gold again. There have been different phases we have talked about last year, and another phase is happening right now. And she gives a link to the, the thing about Trump talking about touring in an RV. I have stated in a recent video that there will be a form of debt forgiveness. Specifically, I have said that I see that President Trump will forgive all student loans. I expect this to be happening in the coming months. I also have consistently stated that the Trump administrator has confiscated a lot of money from child trafficking, from deep state operative mafia, the Vatican, the monarchies, and a lot more. There will be money available for each American citizen, and I even see monthly payments, especially for those struggling. I have talked about the checks in the mail for the past one and a half years. We have seen people receive checks in the mail already, and more are to come. We have also we have also had lots of reports from people who say that their student loans have been wiped out. Some have received the money paid back, while others have received back the money the IRS has taken out of the tax return due to non-payment of the student loan. It all came. It all came with a letter from President Trump. I have said that Trump has his personal hand in this, so it is not surprising that a letter was sent out by him. Why is Ellen DeGeneres still airing her show from home, or Oprah? Dr. Fraud is airing from the studio. The coronavirus shutdown is over. We are, they are still under house arrest. Where is Tom Hanks and where is Madonna? They have been executed and out there are doubles. <clears throat> People worry about contact tracing. I have said that if your company wants you to be, wants you to participate, ignore it. The less we worry about these things, the better. It is not worth giving it this nonsense any energy. Their efforts will go nowhere.
The news has also surfaced that Bill Gates and U.S. government agencies have exchanged money with contact tracing scam. JFK Jr. On the official JFK Jr. Twitter account, it was stated, The Fine Projection. The Fine Projection is the new Joe M. Twitter account. Joe M. has been banned recently. Joe M. has a YouTube channel with amazing videos about this movement and QAnon. Uh, do you, either of you guys know who this Joe M. is that she's mentioning? Never heard of him. Oops. Well, okay. yes, yes, I yeah, I have heard of him. And um, I've, I've seen some of his tweets because, well, like Jan would, would talk about him or something. And um, when I would go, and it was just like this, this feeling of there's something about this guy. And apparently, what they're seeing is that he may have been JFK Jr. And they Joe now, M. Yeah, and that oh, okay. they, they that they banned him. And so, if you go a little further, I think they're gonna. She's gonna tell you something about what's happened now. Okay. JFK Jr. is the user of this aforementioned account, and with the tweet sets a link between Joe M. and JFK Jr. The fine projection has retweeted earlier a post on Facebook by someone who people say is Joe M. as well. The post has stated that JFK Jr. is alive. When people connect the dots, they will find that there is a link between Joe M., QAnon, and JFK Jr. being alive. In parentheses, she's putting the words coming back with these tweets and retweets. I have no doubt we will see President Trump say soon something about him, such as he's a good friend of mine and he will be announced to be vice president. JFK Jr. will reveal himself soon. And then you sent a link to a website article from the Sun Oh, the thing where they're question they want to question Prince Andrew. So this is this is from the thing she mentions in the text. The US has officially demanded Britain hand over Prince Andrew to be quizzed over his links to billionaire pedophile pal Jeffrey Epstein. So what she's saying is that they cannot extradite him just to talk to him. They if they are extraditing him, is because he's been officially charged. Is that the end of the of the her statement or post? Yeah, that's that's all the text that you put on. Okay, the, I just sent that, you to I sent it to your your Walt Silva Skype account um, this week's because it's probably oh, going to be easier yeah. for you to read it there. Okay. 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 So six eight twenty biblical times. Yep. Okay. Biblical times on the truth about ascension, three D and five D. Biblical times about ascension. Biblical times. I think she's talking about biblical times. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's just me. I'm so suspicious. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> the aforementioned video was recorded in my yard the other day. We had a thunderstorm, and it appears that these thunderstorms have seen in the past few days are demonstrating the biblical times we are in. That is, this is why President Trump has been holding 
up the Bible the other day. God is breaking all curses. As usual, the fake mainstream media, news media, has missed the point as to why President Trump was holding the Bible. There are numerous meanings. What is certain, though, is from my point of view, Trump referred to the notion that we are living in biblical times. We have talked about this subject for the past four years. We have stated that God Almighty will demonstrate the destruction of the evil forces under power structure. We have seen a lot of this in politics. We are experiencing these events also in our private lives. God removes the curses, dark technologies, evil forces, manipulations, and exposes their lies. What has been revealed to me by the Pleiadians, God Almighty, and other alien groups is also that things are getting dismantled in the afterlife and in religions. Religiousness is a natural state where a lot of us meditate, pray to God Almighty. We are trying to find ourselves, perhaps connect with nature, grow and heal. Religions have been creating as part of a structure that was brought in by the planet Saturn. This planet is also called the planet of Satan or the tough teacher. The Anunnaki's brought in dogma and have built the churches together with the reptilians. We already knew for a long time that the Bible had been altered and a lot of books have been hidden. God's path is rather free and light, while their path is dark and heavy. There is no dogma but unconditional love and consciousness of God's true frequency. People have been led to sin, in, in quotes, in quotes, by dark forces in order to create karma, getting trapped in the reincarnation cycle. Unless you manage to be saved via the blood of Jesus or other means that are available in Buddhism or Hinduism, you will likely reincarnate and have to experience the same type of life again and again and again. The reptilians have been among those aliens who have created a false reality for humans, kind of the fake news creates fairy tales. These methods, these methods are done energetically so that humans cannot perceive reality accordingly. For instance, when someone believes in certain religions, like according to the Catholic Church or the Orthodox Church, there are energies, usually dark energies, that present things as light and truth, which are not. Now the veil is lifted and people on this earth, as well as, the, as in the afterlife, do not find themselves any longer within this false light of Lucifer or a glorious-looking fake environment where they can be easily deceived. They find themselves in a reality where the fake reality is removed, and they may be experiencing right now a dark bubble. These people may feel now empty inside as their religious beliefs won't hold up any longer. The ones who are open-minded will search for the true light and let go of their limiting beliefs and ego. Others may feel lost for a long time. Whatever they believed to be true cannot hold up any longer. Humans have free will and can, if they wish, hold on to beliefs as long as they want to. Clearly, perception and reality have very different meanings. The former occurs entirely in the mind in which mental gymnastics can turn into belief, can turn any belief into reality. The other exists completely outside of the mind and can't be easily manipulated. Religion is rather perception than reality, and therefore God Almighty has removed the deception in the perception for humans in many areas 
such as, for instance, religion. In the afterlife as well as on the planet Earth, the deception is more easily to see as the false light of Lucifer and the fake reality is for the most part destroyed. Evil forces have been sent back to their planets and star system as well as to other dimensions. A lot of evil forces have already left this planet. As a result of the presence of higher frequencies, you will be experiencing that your prayers are heard and things will work faster in your favor, as long as the ego is not involved. There are good aliens that give blessings to people who are deserving. The next section has a title. The title is Ascension. People talk about Ascension. They avow that we go from the third dimension to the fifth dimension. My take on this is as follows. First of, all, first of all, we don't have to go anywhere, be anything special, or follow anything. All we should be concerned about is finding our own truth, finding our own inner healer, self-awareness, finding the godlike quality within ourselves, be interested in finding out who we are, and stop looking outside ourselves for everything. People are conditioned to look outside of themselves for answers. Nobody's going to rescue you and solve your problems. There is no fifth dimension quality falling from the sky that solves your problems for you. You still have work to do. There is a fifth dimensional quality coming into our dimension. I have talked about this a lot and even have shown photos on Instagram and on Twitter where you see the blue light I photograph outside my house. That represents the fifth dimension or fifth chakra. And then she says that there's a photo attached. The fifth dimension means a higher understanding. The New Age movement has been hijacked for a long time by the CIA and other deep state proper operatives. They want you to believe that you need to look outside of yourself for answers. They do not want you to be empowered from within. They want you to be a slave, always looking for something outside of yourself, which makes you weak and a target for control. There is something above the fifth dimension, like the sixth and the seventh dimension, etc. There is also something else above ascension, and this is enlightenment. I have provided tools on the Patreon which can lead to enlightenment. For instance, mindful meditation as described in the section of spirituality can lead to enlightenment. This happens when we become one again and live in the garden. There is nowhere to go. Consciousness is the same everywhere. It is a recognition, nothing else. If we believe that we have to go somewhere, achieve something, or someone is going to rescue us, this makes us codependent. It also implies that we need to improve ourselves, and we don't have the godlike quality within ourselves. While the Bible talks about this, that God, that God has created us in his own image. Image of God. The image of God... And then she puts in parentheses uh, the different names in Hebrew and Latin. is a concept and theological doctrine in Judaism, Christianity, and Sufism of Islam, which asserts the human being is created in the image and likeness of God. Since we have God-like qualities within ourselves, why do we have to achieve anything? At this point, I want to pause and insert something that Enelia Benz said, that she found it 
funny the concept of uh, when she would learn people that are in spiritual uh, the disciplines and studying or meditating that they needed to evolve. They had this concept that they needed to evolve, you know, to become a higher being. And she says, I found that concept funny because when I see people and I see their spirits, they're already fully evolved. They don't need anything new. But they're trapped in this idea that because you're human, you're incomplete, and you have to graduate and you have to be something bigger than you are, and you're already that. You just came. <laughs> it's the, you know they hijacked the the natural reality into this reality where you believe that you have to uh, become something that you believe that you want with, and you already are. You're already great. You're already one with God, but you're just having this dream that you're not. So. Um, so uh, she's saying, since we have godlike qualities within ourselves, why do we have to achieve anything? Doesn't this imply that we are already there? All we need to do is rediscovering who we are and the secret is within ourselves. Higher aliens and God Almighty respect your own choices, your free will and your freedom. They do not want to control or micromanage you. Ascension is not the only thing that is happening in this new time. There is so much more. There is a huge awakening happening which goes way above and beyond the ascension idea. New Age movement limits it to ascension because the movement is infiltrated by dark forces. They have an interest to limit you and make you codependent. By looking outside for ascension, this will exactly hinder the so-called ascension process because you look into the future away from yourself and your center. All you need to go, all you need is to go inside and find your inner light, your inner healer, and remember who you are. You will then grow way above and beyond the fifth dimension. In each chakra, each is, in each chakra is each dimension as well. In other words, in each dimension is a layer of each dimension. For instance, the first chakra or the first dimension has the seven dimensions or layers of chakras within as well. Well, this, this is like the fractal nature of the universe. You have, for instance, the fifth dimension, but there are, let's say, seven dimensions within the fifth dimension as well. For instance, if you are experiencing the fifth dimension in the third layer, you will be experiencing a higher understanding when it comes to power struggle. When you experience the sixth dimension, in the fifth dimension, or sixth layer in the fifth chakra. This refers to the third eye. So you can understand and see at the same time. What is missing in this idea is that we go from the third to the fifth dimension. Uh, what is missing in this idea that we go from the third to the fifth dimension is the fourth dimension, the heart or the heart chakra. According to this theory, you will bypass the heart chakra, something demonic aliens promote. You will experience a higher understanding without love. We see a lot of t teachers in the public eye who live in the fifth dimension who come across as not compassionate and rather cold or intellectual. These people will not give you a hug. They will not pet their dog or show any warm feelings. 
you could describe these people who don't integrate the heart chakra, for instance, as imbalanced, rather cold and full of ego, because you have to integrate the heart chakra in order to go higher and to go to higher dimensions. According to this theory, 3D to 5D, and by bypassing the heart, you will get stuck in the fifth dimension in the third layer. That mean, this means also that a certain level of ego will likely come into play where dark forces can infiltrate if we do not integrate the heart chakra. The reptilians and dark forces live in the first three dimensions. When you integrate the fourth dimension with the fifth dimension, you will have peace and freedom. If you get stuck in the third dimension, within the fifth dimensions, there will still be war and people fight with each other, egos. We see these fights, for instance, in the people where people in the area where people talk about UFOs and aliens. Most of these groups who do conferences and are speakers, they fight with each other and compete. There's no peace. A lot of you may say, why don't we just integrate the heart? No big deal. The issue is the intention. Where the intention goes, the energy flows. The intention has been put into the universe to go from 3D to 5D. And this intention, these words, create something that bypasses the heart chakra and creates a fifth dimensional reality where people will be stuck in the third layer. The third layer, 3D, or third chakra, is the power chakra. And what a lot of people call the seat of the ego, with the heart, the ego dissolves. Only with the integration of the heart can we understand completely? Every child needs love, but grown-ups too. The aliens have given us pets so that we can experience love in this often cold and harsh environment on the planet Earth. When people grow spiritually without opening up the heart chakra, they become harsh and rigid. Dogma enters and things can become stagnant and sterile on the path. We want to complete the circle and not leave out the most important thing everyone is looking for, which is love. The idea of ascension is to me part of a side job and another trick in order to get you looking outside of yourself. It causes you to be looking into the future for solutions, which is ego attachment. The answers are within yourself and not outside of yourself. Ascension is within your own chakra system. The soul stays in the present moment, here and now. When we are looking into the future and are, and are caught up in the desire to ascend, we will find ourselves in the ego. When we feed the ego, the soul cannot grow. Instead of getting hung up on mainstream media and mainstream New Age phenomena and ideas, the secret is in the present moment within ourselves. Well, I think that's a very better option than Fulford. <laughs> yes, I agree a hundred percent. Let's let's uh, figure out where we get to get these, you know, like we did, you know, when when what do you call it? I, subscribe. <laughs> subscribe. Oh yeah. What she's reminding me, and when she's talking about the dimensions. She's reminding me what I read in the Law of Rao books, the Law of One books, which was it was also called the Ram material, the thing that was channeled by Carla Rukert, is that Ra explained that each 
they don't like the term dimensions, so they call them densities, third density, fourth density, fifth density. And what Ra was explaining is that each density had a specific archetype. So, for example, th those entities that live in first and second density or first, second dimension, they are aware of uh, tribal consciousness. You know, everything that they do is for the good of the tribe. Individual, not so much. When you reach the third dimension, it's when the individual becomes aware of their existence as a self, as, a, as an entity. So that's where they experience ego consciousness. But you can't stay there. So when you moved into fourth dimension, like she's saying here, you know, don't skip the fourth dimension. The archetype, the essence, the meaning, the message of the fourth dimension is unconditional love. And it means exactly that, no condition. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm experiencing love because. If you put the word because, that's not unconditional. That's ego. And once you have integrated unconditional love, you have passed ego and you're in unconditional love, the archetype, the meaning, the essence of fifth dimension is wisdom. So only when you have integrated unconditional love and wisdom are you then prepared to move on to sixth density or sixth dimension, which is the place where higher selves sit? Uh, because that's where lo love, unconditional love, and wisdom come together. They get integrated. And when Ra talks about, they don't talk about good and evil. They, they say that as, as a spiritual agenda, there's two types of entities. You don't say good and evil. You say service to self or service to others. So those entities that believe that by serving themselves or having everybody, you know, give their energy to you, that you're also serving the creator. Well, here's the thing is that in order to perpetuate and sustain that uh, attitude or belief system, you must, uh, preserve the ego and separation. You have to preserve. You have to preserve the thought and belief system that you're separate from everybody else, and you have to sustain the belief system that you're better than everybody else. That's the only way that you that you can sustain that way of being. And therefore, those entities are stuck in fifth dimension. They can't move past that. So uh, Ra explains how many entities had to change polarities and become service to others if they want to move on to sixth dimension and higher dimensions of beingness. Because when you reach sixth dimension, you, you give up on this thought of I'm better than others or I'm separate than others. It, it, it goes away because now unconditional love and wisdom are one. And you look at these agendas of the fifth dimension as stupid and primitive. So that's, I totally agree with her that you have to integrate the heart. Otherwise, you're, you're still stuck in this, you're still swimming around this fishbowl. This is, <laughs> and you're never going to get out. And, you know, this, the self-delusion that, oh, you know, I'm better than everybody else or everybody has to serve me and, the same old, the same old that 
it's the same whole agenda that has engendered how many how many wars and how many fights and how much drama. So yeah. What do totally you think about that, Dolly? Are you muted? Are you there? She's eating pizza. She's busy. Don't bother her. Maybe she's in the fifth dimension. Yeah. I was on mute and I couldn't <laughs> find my cursor. <laughs> So which part do you want to know what I think about? Whatever you feel like sharing. Uh, Remember, uh, we also had the first thing with JFK. You said nothing about that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to when JFK comes out. (laughs) Come out of that closet, JFK Jr. Um... I'm wondering how all of this ties in with with the uh, uh, riots that have been allowed to go on, and they're burning people's livelihoods up in the city and people's houses. And why? How does it tie in with we're going to be having good things? Huh? Is our cities being cleaned out to make room for new? What what is going on with all this awfulness? Well, those people that are, uh, you know how the universe works based on contracts. Those people that are experiencing that is because they're buying into that contract. Like those people that are, cannot go out without a mask because they're totally buying that, yes, there is a coronavirus and it's going to kill me if I don't wear a mask. Those that believe in the riots, because that's where they are, they experience. You, you cannot have experience unless you agree to it. And they're agreeing to it. Like, for example, when I saw those images uh, on Facebook, uh, there was a, a video on there. The video was claiming that this was Minneapolis and it was like a, it was like watching a video of something that might be happening in Syria, for example, the level of the amount of destruction. And I said to a person, I'm sorry, I live in Minneapolis. I have seen none of this. So I don't know where this was filmed. So I'm not... Probably Syria. Probably Syria. Either I'm living in a totally different reality or... Uh, I don't know what to tell you, but that's, that's one of the things is that you people will experience based on what reality they're sitting in. And a lot of people are sitting in very negative realities because they believe that's the only one. No matter what you try to, no matter what you try to show them something different, uh, it, no, the belief system is, oh, no, no, things will never change and it's, and it's always going to be bad and it's going to be, there's always going to be doggy dog world and, and there's nothing you can do. That's, remember what she said in the writing? There is the, Reality that's not affected by your consciousness and the other one, which is per- perception, which is what's coming in from the mind. And that's what they did. They took control of what people perceive. And, and people think that what they perceive is real. They're not realizing that real reality is completely different. It has nothing to do with what you're perceiving, but they don't care. People are focused on on what they're perceiving. That's That's the reality. So what I'm seeing really isn't happening? 
on the screen. I, where where are you seeing it? Are you seeing it with your eyes, or are you seeing it on the screen? On the screen with my eyes. I would I would question it. Well, you have you have a, 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 a unusual privilege that the rest of us don't have. You have yeah, the well, they don't let me go so far sometimes. <laughs> you keep forgetting that, Walt. They don't I'm let not you shown questions? everything I want to see. Oh, so they know you better than you know yourself. <laughs> well, I have no doubt about that. <laughs> okay, let me let me let me get in here and give you a, what's been happening in my head, because. Um, uh, all right, I was there in the Vietnam protests, and I was really, really into watching what was happening with the Occupy movement, because it's like, uh, let's think in terms of the collective consciousness, the thing that we keep, I keep saying that is what I'm trying to affect. You've got people who are programmed, as she was explaining, uh, to think out they think that the answers are outside of yourself whether it's this ascension thing which i've never bought into or it's um people programming you because you're watching television so you've got that kind of collective consciousness sub program then you got the program that we've got which is uh no first off nothing that you're seeing is really real <laughs> in in terms of you know being the only reality reality is what you think it is so if enough of you people think it is well that's real but it's not real in my life because i have not had a contract to that and i believe in an alternate reality so you've got us guys who are trying to tell people and program that super subconscious uh no 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 that's not the truth wake up you know and it's not so much wake up, it's be aware. Be aware. Look at it. It doesn't even make sense. Come out of that stupor, that, that programming type of thing you're happening. So now let's go to um, go back into the concept of what was it that the Vietnam had. Well, the Vietnam protests were against Vietnam, the war. I mean, it was it, there was a target. Oh, no, we don't want this happening. Stop this, you know. When you get to Occupy, you've got the same movement, but the subconscious has now been programmed with all of this amazing alternative potential, and you really don't know what's going on. And you're going like, oh, I, I'm not sure why I'm here, but I know something is very wrong, and we've got to change it. So they, <clears throat> then you go into the, the future a little bit, and you've got the execution of a man in the streets that inflames... Uh, a number of people who then go to the streets to protest because they're angry and they've been locked up for three months and, you know, all of this is, is generating, which plays into the hands of those that orchestrated the execution because they wanted to get the people into the streets because they wanted to have mass looting and killing and get rid of the police because if you get rid of the police, then you can really run rampant. You're not going to have to worry about somebody trying to stop you. So that that subconscious kind of activity began. But then, probably, it's probable that the White Hats went in and took out the, uh, the militia that was there, to the militants that were there to, uh, to actually do all this nasty stuff. But you still got the people in the streets who 
um, aren't deluders. They're not that type of person, but they're still, there's something very wrong. And so, you know, what's wrong? Well, I've got to pay for college, so give me free college. And, um, you know, I mean, all these ridiculously bizarre requests from this San Francisco group. You know, no more courts, no more prisons. Where do you think you're living? You know, but they're already pre- they're already being programmed with what work we've done and others to believe that there is an alternative where you do not have to have police. They can see it, they can feel it. There's something in them that is perceiving a new reality. And I look at it and I go, "You're crazy people." That's that you know. But And I've been playing in this game for a long time. So this last week I started looking at it a little different. I said, wait a minute, what are they saying to me? What are they telling me? And they're telling me that they're seeing a new reality. And it might be bizarre to to us if you want to, you know, but it's not bizarre to me if I'm a metaphysician. Wow, they're seeing the new reality. So then the next wave of activity that occurs is they go after the statues, these symbols for that old reality. And my first reaction, being a historian, is, no, 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 you got to know the past or are you doomed to relive it? Well, maybe there's a time and place where, no, that's enough of that. Let's just get rid of all these symbols and get on with a new reality. Again, well, the, uh, don't forget the law of attraction. The more you remember precise, the past, the more you're going to repeat it. Precisely, <laughs> precisely, precisely. So, in my opinion, um, when they started tearing down the the statues, now yes, there's, they're you know they're doing stupid things like tearing down a statue of a guy that was an abori an aborigine, an abolitionist who believed in helping the black um, people and slaves and did a tremendous amount for, you know, he was never a confederate. So they they make these big mistakes. And then, and then um, there's this this one uh, uh, statue of Lincoln, and in Boston, and Lincoln is standing, and at his feet is a black slave with the chains, you know, falling off, and it's it's supposed to depict how Lincoln freed the slaves. But this one young man, and he was young, he said, "I've lived in Boston all my life, and all my life that bothered me." And, you know, when I first heard about it, I went, oh, my God, now they're going to go against Abraham Lincoln. If it wasn't for him, there wouldn't have been a civil war. They'd still be slaves. So when, when, you, when, you, when I started looking at it, I said, wait a minute, let me look at this from the eyes of that black man, that, that young man. And, yeah, yeah, the white man freed me. It was a very powerful image of you know, kneeling before the white man, regardless of, you know, the history of it. The symbol of it itself was now, to me, to be very disruptive and very disturbing. So, I think, yeah, I think probably getting rid of all these these symbols is very symbolic of what's happening at the subconscious level. Well, that's like... um, I didn't come up with this. I've, I've read this argument is that uh, keeping Jesus on the cross, keeping a, a tortured being nailed to a, a wooden structure. I mean, how that's not saintly at all. That's It's horrible. Maintaining this image of an abused human 
and you consider this is saintly, this is sacred, why can't we view him and love him and whatever you, you know, whatever you, how you feel to Jesus as a happy living man, not someone nailed to a cross that's like about to die from all the torture and all the suffering? It's a, it's a horrible image when you think about it that way. You're worshiping somebody that's in the middle of being tortured? That's not nice. I always looked at it like they still have Jesus on the cross. They're going to torture him for the rest of eternity. <laughs> Why are they saying, oh, we're preaching love? No, you're not. With this image? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. And and that's what I have had in my head about that since I can remember, even as a child. Um, but now, back to today. Well, that is today, which is disturbing even more to me. Um, and now we've got all these riots and we have the new country in Seattle. And they can't make up their mind what to name it, and and but I don't uh, see. I can't put that together in my reality. That today that is going on that is hurting people and burning cities down. I cannot have that in my world. Okay, but that's not that's not what we're talking about, doll. You gotta you gotta separate the people that are in the streets because they want a new reality, and the military actors, bad bad actors that are doing the looting and everything else. Yes, some of them, some of the others come in there, but they're not the people we're talking about. You gotta separate the the difference between the people that are looting and doing the bad stuff, and those people that are really there because their hearts have led them there. Don't focus on the dark side, the looting and stuff. I'm not saying it didn't exist, yes. But why are the other people there? You know, I mean, t take it back a step. Why were, why did, w when did these riots really start? They started with the California people going out saying, let us go. Get us out of this quarantine. That's when you started having the rallies all over the place. You know, w that's what started and then they, you know, Mr. Floyd. So they subverted it. They, they yeah, subverted. It, they created this drama with this man Floyd in order to deflect and take that energy and use it for something that they wanted. Yeah, so that's the way it's always been. But if you if you just really look at the people that are there because their hearts have led them there, know there is another reality. And then why did they go there? Because they're saying to other people, there is something else we can do. We do not have to live in, t in this world. It's the same um, thing I say, you know, every, every, every radio show. They're, we're creating a new reality. They don't understand the enterology and the concept of creating a new reality, but I do. Reality is what you think it is, the majority rules. And they're out there. The majority is coming together saying, we need a change here. Even the people that are not for this, the you know the details, they also know. Oh my God, we got to make a change here. So everybody is getting set up for a change to a new reality. 
But the only way you can really muck it up is to have all this darkness happening around this movement. And everybody goes, oh, no, they're all killers. They're going to tear the cities apart. Maybe not. Maybe the people that are there say there is another reality we can create. And what we're falling for is the story that says, hey, they're, they're tearing apart reality. Yes, that's the point. They're tearing apart reality. They're looking for a new reality. And instead of being concerned about, you know, the bad things that could be happening, look at what's happening in the streets that is, is, is an indication of a mass awakening, a mass awareness that we gotta do, and we gotta do something about this stuff. And part of it is probably taking down the symbols, getting the symbols out of your faces. Well, the, the, uh, uh, that's one of the things is that symbols uh, seep into our subconscious, into our subconscious. It, it, subconscious. It doesn't matter if you're busy during your daytime activity, but if you're having to go back and forth every day and look at something, at the conscious level, you're not registering, but the subconscious doesn't know and it keeps registering, and it just keeps harping into your into your awareness until something happens and it triggers you because you don't realize how deeply rooted this thing is. That's why, from the earliest age, you know, schools and religions they they um, bombard us with their imagery, and even if, and even if it's not images, it's uh, descriptions of something, so it forms an image in your head. So yeah, images are super powerful. And I look at these statues, and I don't get good feelings off of these statues myself. You know, so except the 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 anti-slave guy, I was like, "Oh, jeez, ew." Uh, abolitionist. Abolitionist. <laughs> no, I don't mind that the statues are going. I just well, the think about it is like you—they never let you forget. That you came from slaves. I mean, come on, can't we just be, move away from it? From that, can we get to a point where we're all, you know, citizens? And yes, we are citizens and everybody's got a different color, but that's, we're all people of the same nation, blah, blah, blah. And can you, can I please get, move past this memory? <laughs> exactly what there's, you know, all, people that, you know, get, messaging is saying you know stay in the present don't go to the future because that's where you're going to you know take your ego and you're going to be looking for somebody to help you and don't go in the past because you can't change well we can we know that but we won't talk about that you can't change the past stay in the present it's the point of power and we are at the end of the we're at the end of the two hours that was the fastest two hours I've ever done okay (laughs) You want to say Next something, Dolly? Will. Dolly does. I feel like Dolly has. It feels like she didn't get her share of time here. Come here, Dolly. Tell me. No. Oh, you good? No, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just wish I was farther along. I'm not saying. I wish I was on the other side. I wish I was farther along, in this part of the of life of the world. What's going Relax, on? be patient. You know, watch it, feel the peace, because that will get it there <laughs> faster. <laughs> I don't mean I'm ready to 
cross over. No, no, that. I'm not saying that. What no, no, and that came in here. Oh, Hands God. on hips. Oh, jeez. I'm not ready for you to go. I don't mean go that way. In that. I mean go farther in the in what we're doing and evolving here on Earth. <laughs> oh, boy. oh, boy, got her worked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's 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 simple. That's a simple answer. Simple question. Simple answer. Don't yeah. don't focus. Don't focus on evolving. If you focus on evolving, think about it. Everything has to do with where your consciousness is. Sorry, I know I'm going over time, but I need to tell Dali this. If you are focused on, I have to evolve. I have to evolve. I have to evolve. No, I why want are, to. or I want to evolve. I can't have. Why are we saying that? Because inside, an awareness is saying, oh, we are not evolved. Oh, we are not evolved. So by repeating that, I want to evolve, I want to, you're not evolving. You're actually holding yourself back. But if you say inside, oh, I'm so glad, I'm so happy, I I have this, I'm so happy and I'm appreciative that I've gone, gone so far and I'm so evolved, you start to believe it and you make it so. Because you're, you're making it so. Yes, I am evolved. And I'm so happy that I'm so evolved that I'm like day and night compared to where I was, you know, I don't know, 10 seconds ago. If you if you say that, then that's what you make happen. But if you, every time we say we want something, why are you saying you want? Because your consciousness is that I don't have it. I want money. I want food. I want a sandwich. I want ice cream. You're saying these things because they're not in front of you, right? Uh-huh. And that's what the universe looks at. That's that's where your energy is. My energy is, I don't have this. So if you say, I want to evolve, well, you're not because you're holding yourself back. But if you say, oh, I'm so glad. And don't lie to yourself. Feel the gladness inside. You know, feel the joy and the gratitude, the appreciation that I'm so glad I, I, I got this done and that I'm so evolved. Um, I, all I, I, I'm just... Like you said to me on Skype the other day, I'm going to enjoy my life no matter what. I don't care what pain, if I have pain or no pain, I'm going to enjoy it. The same thing with your evolution. Don't put it in the future. Don't say I want it. You know, God gracious, I'm evolved. I'm so glad I'm evolved. And finally, after so many years, I'm finally evolved. (laughs) Whatever, what it looks like, I don't care what it looks like because I'm evolved. There you have it. I'm Reality so evolved, is what I don't you care think what it, it is. Reality it is. is what you think it is. <laughs> True. Well, thank you, you all, for my therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> I hope others uh, got uh, something out of it, too. <laughs> thank you for being here and listening. I'm saying my goodbyes. Uh, on the radio, on the radio tonight. Tell yes, them that. yes, on the radio. Don't be show. saying that. Don't be oh still gosh, listening. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm saying goodbye for the radio show. <laughs> and we'll see you again the next time. Well, you'll hear me again the next time you hear me on the radio. Thank you, Walt and Nancy. Love you guys. Thank you, darling. Thank From you, Nancy. the world to you all, bye bye. Didn't mean to interrupt you all. No, you're not. <laughs> you want to say good night, Walt? Oh, good night, everybody. Thank you for being with us and lending us your ears. <laughs> good night.
Be all you can be just by believing it. Know that you are one with the universe, one with yourself. Be safe. The unknown, unknown, unknown. You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening. Choose your heart.